you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It is Wednesday, September 28th. And you are listening to NFL Total Access. The podcast. Three voices, three guests, three reasons to stay right here for the next half hour. Voice number one belongs to Willie McGinnis. Voice number two belongs to Michael Robinson. And voice number three belongs to the host of NFL Total Access, MJ Acosta Ruiz. Coming up, we'll get a visit from Eagles DN Brandon Graham, who is apparently willing to jinx it because he says things couldn't be better in Philly. Hard to disagree. And we will attempt to disprove the increasingly popular NFL theory that after three weeks in the NFL, we don't actually know anything. Ooh. But first, the TA game of the week, the once beaten Bills. Against the once beaten Ravens. The Dolphins have pulled off the improbable. Mike Robb. In the spirit of last night took an L, but tonight I bounce back. Will your bills bounce back? And if so, how? you damn right they're going to bounce back. <laughs> um, just because uh, the plan that the Miami Dolphins had um, of um, perception versus reality, making a defense look one way, pre-snap, post-snap, looking completely opposite, completely different. When you're dealing with these, these guys, there's only five or six of them walking the planet. They all play in the National Football League. When you're dealing with one of these guys... You have to make them hesitate. Um, and I think Miami Dolphins did a good job of that. I don't think this Ravens defense is – I don't think the Ravens defense back end has enough on the back end to make them hesitate like that. I would go so far as to say, and I'm going to call you out on this because I overheard you say in the meeting that the Ravens D isn't, how do you say, good. Yeah, but that was a private conversation, Lavey. Okay. We're going to cut that out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I said it. They're not good right now. I'm just being honest with you. To me, they're not good right now. The team I know that they want to be, um, they can't make some of the mistakes that they're making. Willie, you're going to show us tonight on the broadcast something that you are seeing in Lamar Jackson with regards to specific growth in his game, in his skill set. We've seen it in the past. We just had a small sample size because he was injured last yes, year. So he didn't have a lot, of, a lot of time on the field. But he's gotten better and better every year at throwing the ball down the field. And now that he has receivers that... Um, I don't know if the chemistry is better that he trusts. Um, he's more patient. We, all, we already know he can take off. We've seen that, you know, earlier in the season, him take off for a 79-yard touchdown. We already know he can beat you with his legs or run and do all that. But now um, he's not relying just on that. He's using his legs to buy time to throw receivers open and to get the ball down the field. And when he's throwing the ball, it's accurate. It's in tight windows. It's in places where only his receiver is getting it, you know, um, that, that throw he threw the Duvernay against the Patriots in the corner of the end zone for the touchdown, that was plaster coverage. I mean, he was shoulder to shoulder, had him plastered hands over him, and, Duver and with, I don't know, maybe two yards in the back of the end zone, he, he placed that ball perfectly. And that's just saying a lot about his game, about his development, how hard he's working to show everybody that he, he is a complete quarterback. And that's what makes him dangerous. When you tell a guy... What he can't do in the league, who's motivated, 
a guy like Lamar, who also is playing for a contract and a lot of other things, his pride, and to, to kind of discredit some of the things they want to say about him as a quarterback, I mean, he's looking unstoppable. I'm not saying he is because, you know, you could, you know, you, nobody's un, unstoppable, but he's looking very, very hard to stop. MJ, when we looked at the schedule, we quickly identified this as the TA game of the week. Mm -hmm. Tell me why this is a game that if you could only watch one game this week, this is probably the one to watch. I mean, the billing alone between Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, um, for various reasons, each of these quarterbacks needs to get a win this week. Only one of them will. And we know the way that they play. We know how dangerous they can be in both aspects of their game, both on the ground and, and in the air. We know that the defenses are going to not only be challenged, um, but also be pushed to another level there. Um, and when you have two young quarterbacks who can put on the sh a show the way that these two can, I mean, come on. No question. It's fireworks. Michael, uh, so I, a moment of impropriety. I call out a personal conversation you're having in, no, the, in the meeting. Man. Uh, but second, but I want to I want to follow up on that because you overheard Josh Allen. What I believe you said was a pissed off Josh Allen, and that mm. has to be frightening to this Ravens defense. Well, yeah, because the guy got, has all the tools. You know what I mean? We, we we can say what we want about other guys, whatever. Josh Allen has all the tools. He leads his lead, he leads his team in rushing, just like Lamar Jackson. He leads his team in passing, just like every other quarterback in the National Football. I mean, he just has all the tools. So whatever whatever defense is presented to him, he knows I got an answer. I just got to find it. I have the answer in my toolbox. What a luxury to have when you got a guy like that. Will he find it? Will he find it? That's crazy. I thought you said Willie. I thought find so. It? I thought so. And I'm like, I oh, uh, I guess Willie answering this. <laughs> Will he find the answer? Yes, I think so. This Sunday? Yes. Willie, do you agree? Um, I think it'll be a close game. I think I look at it from a lot of different ways. I think it'll be high scoring if they can't stop the Ravens. Mm -hmm. And I think the, last, the, the guy who has the last possession might be the guy who win the football game. And, you know, something Mike Robb said about the Ravens' defense. Now, when I look at their secondary, they are better than with the Miami Dolphins. Byron Jones didn't play. Mm -hmm. For the Dolphins, Xavier Howard was suffering from, you know, a growing. Javon Howard is a, a good player. But they, you know, they benched Kyle Hamilton, right? So you got Marcus Williams, who is a really good safety. Um, you got Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, Chuck Clark now that's coming in. And I think when you look at what Miami did, which had some errors, they had a lot of errors. Yep. Josh Allen had five scrambles for five first downs. They let them out of the pocket. Yep. They're going to try, are going to try to duplicate some of those things. And I know Josh Boyer, the defensive coordinator from Miami, that's his thing. That's his go-to thing. I'm going to pressure you. I'm going to make you beat them. I'm going I'm to give you a bunch of different looks, and I'm going at you. Maybe that's not what they want to do with the Ravens, but I will take, if I'm a good D coordinator, I will take some of those nuances, some of those things, and apply because Josh did struggle with some of that with some of those things that they did. And any coordinator, whether it's on the offensive side or the defensive side, they tend to do that. It's a copycat league. I know that sounds redundant and you've heard that before, but it, it is. If you can't handle certain things, I'm going to see if you can fix it. I think it'll be a close game. The Bills' offense is, is, is really good. It's hard to stop. Josh Allen can beat you in a lot of ways. I would like to see them run the ball a little bit more like they did a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Very physical in the run game. I think it'll come down to a possession, to be honest. I can't give you a winner this early, but 
But I think it'll come down to a possession. MJ, I won't hold you to a winner either, but I'll give you the last word on this. Finish the following sentence. I wouldn't be surprised if. I wouldn't be surprised if. I mean, what we see every Say it. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Josh Allen just running once again. I know they're trying to take a little bit off of him, do use the running backs more, but I think there's just something in his gut where he knows, but I know I could do it. I know I could get the first down. I know I could rush into the end zone. Selfishly, am I hoping for that because he's still my quarterback one in fantasy? Maybe. I don't know. Who's this? So not running for his life, running with intention. Correct. Not running for his life. Taking the ball in his hands. Mm -hmm. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is NFL Total Access, the podcast. MJ Acosta-Ruiz, Willie McGinnis, and Michael Robinson in attendance. A fascinating matchup on offer on Sunday between the Chiefs and the Bucks. A rematch of Super Bowl 55, but we don't know if this game will be played in Tampa or in Minneapolis. Thank you, Hurricane Ian. Both teams stalled last week, especially offensively. Who is more likely to go from humbled to happy this week. First, guys, the league is keeping an eye on Hurricane Ian, which is ravaging the western coast of Florida right now. So thinking of all who are over there. As of right now, there is no change to the game on Sunday. Should there be a change, though, the game would then be played in Minnesota at U.S. Bank Stadium. If you want more information, just head over to NFL.com for the very latest on that. Right. As for the game pick, who are you taking in this one, Willie? I'm going to take the Bucs, and I'm going to be quick and precise. 26-21. And the reason why I can, I can hang my hat on the Bucks defense, mm-hmm. but guess what? Good news. What's that? Gage practiced today. Oh, he gets- Evans is coming back. Okay. And Chris Godwin is coming back. So the Ooh. frustration that we've seen with not being able to get the ball out and score points, we might have a solution to that. Chris Godwin coming back? Limited. We see. Why ain't nobody but tell me that defense? What the hell y'all doing over there, man? I would have totally changed my pick, man. What are y'all doing? Well, I guess I got Kansas City 24-20. <laughs> but that Chris Godwin thing, man, I would have changed my pick. Subject to change at any point before kickoff, Emerson. Okay, all right, I'll change it. The following portion of this NFL Total Access podcast is brought to you by the Northeast Texas Feed the Machine Foundation. The we're a story even when we're not a story Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott may return as early as, wait for it, this week. But that doesn't mean that's when he should return. Have a listen. We excited or concerned, Willie? Well, I'm excited that because I, I want to see the, our best players in our league play and be healthy. But I'm concerned the fact that they're rushing him back because it was a little prelim, it, it, it was a little premature when he first got hurt before he even took an MRI. They were saying he's going to be back in four weeks mm-hmm. or this or that. And I don't think you do that with players. I don't think you put that information out with players because it puts the team and the player in a bad situation. If he's not 100%, the deadline that you already put out there. It's a problem. If he comes back too soon and he doesn't play well, why did we go with Cooper Cooper Rush anyway? It's a problem. So I just think that you don't 
put those expectations out there. Let the player in his hand dictate when he comes back. I totally agree with you, Willie. And that's what championship, that's how championship organizations think. Right. But we're not dealing. <laughs> You've been cold-blooded well, today. Well, I'm just being honest, right? We're dealing with a marketing genius in Jerry Jones. And drama sells. Jerry understood the minute Dak Prescott went down, hmm, let me think if I, can, if I can put a date out there to kind of rush him back. Jersey sales, gonna say, people going to be talking about us on every network and this, that, and the third. He know what he's doing, the man. Rush, the Cooper Rush is playing well. And Cooper Rush is playing well, so he's going to get two wins out the whole thing. You get wins <laughs> on the football field, and them dollars keep going. Come on, baby. Good job, Jerry. Either way, we're captivated by it, clearly. <laughs> this is NFL Total Access, the podcast, and we are thrilled to welcome today's special guest. He hails from the unbeaten, that's right, unbeaten Philadelphia Eagles at 3-0. He's a defensive end. He's a quarterback nightmare. He's Brandon Graham, and the mic is his. What's up, Brandon? How you feeling, man? Oh, Willie, man, I'm feeling good. You know, year 13, couldn't be feeling better coming off, you know, one of the one of my best games I've played in my career other than this, uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> I, I was about to, I didn't want to bring that up, but I was about to say that your defense balled out. You guys sacked uh, Carson Wentz nine times, seven, uh, 17 QB hits, eight tackle for losses, and two, two and a half of those sacks was by you. The defense has to be riding on cloud nine. Oh, man, we know. We know how serious it is um, as far as, you know, how we got to make sure we just flush it after and get ready for Jacksonville. But, man, we enjoying it right now because we put a lot of work in. And it's just it was nice to see it, you know, everything show up uh, in a big way against the NFC East opponent, you know what I'm saying, this weekend. And, man, I'm just hoping that we just continue to keep carrying it, keep striving to keep being better each and every week. And don't get full of ourselves till we got that ring. Nah, nah. And that's, and that's the ultimate goal is to get that ring. They did a lot to help you in this defense in the offseason. You drafted some good players, Jordan Davis, Kobe Dean. You went and got Chauncey, Gardner-Johnson, Brad Bear. You got some good players. Is this the best defense some are saying in the league? This the best defense I have had since I've been with the Eagles. Even though we had a great defense uh, the year we won the Super Bowl. I feel like I never had really two shot shut down corners like we have. And, and I mean, even Devontae, our slot, uh, man, our back end. Um, I mean, the trade we did uh, for Chauncey. I mean, he fit right in our, in the mode of what we do. And so I, I just know that we got a lot of guys, man, that's that's hungry, that got chips on their shoulders, and and it's a togetherness that that's like no other because of Nick Sirianni and the coaches, man. Oh, yeah. So I'm trying to take advantage of this year because, you know, every year when you win and you're doing good, you know, people move on because they get better, better jobs available for them. So I'm just trying to enjoy the year, trying to capitalize on this year and make sure that we come out uh, with a ring at the end. Yeah, everybody want a piece of that pedigree, you know, in the offseason. Uh, it's important, as you know, as a veteran, to get off to a fast start. You guys are 3-0. and You guys are playing great. Some say the best team in the NFL or NFC. Are you buying the hype? Are you guys comfortable with that? You've been in this situation before. Oh, yeah. I know we ain't done nothing yet. I mean, I done been 3-0. and Oh, no, 2-1. and one. <laughs> And then I done had one of them bad seasons at the end. Like, we start fast. And as soon as you start feeling yourself and, you know, you start lacking in certain areas, which I feel we not because Coach Coach Sirianni does a great job of Good. keeping us grounded and, and always reminding us of the details and the little things. But uh, I, I just feel like it's nice that we can enjoy it. But uh, I, I definitely know that uh, a lot of guys know that we ain't done yet no. and there's more plays out there for us. We just got to make sure that we're ready for them when it comes. F 
55, I got to talk about Jalen Hurts, man. You've been there since he was drafted, three years in. There's a lot of doubters in the beginning. You've watched him grow and develop. And now, when he's running off the field, people are chanting MVP. Talk to me about your quarterback. Uh, my quarterback's so cool, calm, and collected, man. He just, he just, I, I, all I can say is I love the way he handle, handles everything, like the media, uh, the, the, you know, the lack of, People, you know, trusting him uh, in the beginning of the year. I mean, he didn't really say much other than just kept it cool. Just saying, you know, I show him with my pads. And that's what you really want to do. You want to go out there and show exactly what it is people say that you're lacking and to know that you've been working on it all offseason. And now I look at him like he's he's doing a great job leading his team. I mean, we all behind him. Uh, and, and this is the first time I feel like he's had two years with a coach uh, where he knows the system and he's the guy. Because he had to come, he had um, Doug, but uh, Carson was the guy. Right. But when you know you're the guy in the offseason, it's a difference um, in, in that feeling uh, when you come back uh, for OTAs and training camp. I just think that Jalen Hurts now is showing exactly why uh, the Philadelphia Eagles took a, um, you know, pick on him. And he want to make sure that he, um, you know, he, he got a spot in this league. And hopefully it's the top spot uh, for a long time with the Eagles. He's doing exactly that. That offense is dangerous. This defense is something out of control. Continue to success. Stay healthy and good luck this week. Hey, thank you. I appreciate y'all having me on. Let's go, baby. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is NFL Total Access, the podcast, and no, you can't see them, but Mike Rob, Willie Mack, and MJ Acosta Ruiz are very real. That much we know. What we don't know, potentially, is anything else in this young, evolving, intensely captivating, and utterly confusing NFL season. So let's set the record straight, as in NFL team records. And yes, Bill Parcells always said you are what your record says you are, but I submit to you, Willie, mm -hmm. that this season, a few teams may be an exception to the big tuna rule. So in Parcells' honor, I'll call out the NFL team and their record, and you tell me if it's fact or fishy. We'll start with the unbeatens. <laughs> Miami Dolphins, 3-0. Mike Robb, fact or fishy? Miami Dolphins undefeated. Fact or fishy? I'm going to say fishy. Again, I still got questions about the quarterback, and I still got questions about scheme right now. Do you agree? Fact. Fact. You know it's fact for you. Philly, <laughs> uh, fellow unbeaten. Eagles, 3-0. Fact or fishy? I think they're fact. I would say fact. Fact. Let's go, baby. Let's turn now to the winless wonders, the 0-3 Las Vegas Raiders. We threw out a question earlier. Is it time to stick a fork in him? Mm. I'll ask a different question. It's the question on the table. Fact or fishy? I'll start with you, Mike Rob. 0-3 Las Vegas Raiders. Fact? Is that who they are? Or fishy? Are they better than that? Mm, I want to say fact so bad, but I'm going to say fishy. <laughs> I'm going to say there's just too much talent. I'm going to say Derek right. Carr has too much talent, Devontae Adams. This defense need to get it together. Max Crosby and all those guys will get it together. I'm going to say fishy. You know this team pretty well. Do they turn it around? 
I think they do. I think it's just taking a little longer than anybody expected and certainly longer than they wanted to have it all gel uh, with the new pieces that they've added and their new head coach. But, hey, let's get it going. <laughs> if they do turn it around, is it enough? What does that even mean, turning it around to make the playoffs? I don't think they're going to win the division. I think mm. arithmetic is way against them. But could they turn it around and make a late playoff run? Absolutely. Nobody's running away in the division right now. And it's only going into week four. So if you look at what you mentioned as coaching staff, it's two very difficult systems that's been implemented, especially on the offensive side of the ball that you got to get used to, accustomed to. Especially, There's a lot for a quarterback. Game plan specific, changes every week, online adjustments. There's a lot that goes into that. Defensively, they played two coverages last year, cover three, cover one, barely cover one. Patrick Graham's system is very, very difficult. It's the Flores, Belichick, um, Boyer, all these. It's, it's, and it's game plan specific, and it changes. There's a foundation, but it also changes week to week. So I would say once they get comfortable in their systems and they learn it more, we'll see a turnaround with this team. Let's stay in that division, Denver Broncos. For all the criticism that this team has taken over the first three weeks of the season, here they sit, tied for Ooh. first in the AFC <laughs> West at 2-1. and one. Willie, I'll stay with you. Two and one, Denver Broncos. Fact or fishy? I'm going to say what I'm seeing is fishy, but I think it's a fact that they're a better football team than what we're looking at, and they will be. I, I think I need to see more. So I don't know that even they know who they are necessarily yet. It's so new over there. Um, so it, it's, it's fishy, it's sketchy, it's confusing, especially because we saw just a little bit of glimpse of what could be over this weekend, but I want to believe Fishy it. Fishy adjacent, I believe, is Fishy, that answer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't need to see more. I need to see something. Michael, we talked yeah. about this yesterday. I, people keep talking about the Russell Wilson offense as if it is an identifiable thing. I literally, I'm not being funny. I don't know what that is. I don't have a recollection of what that is. I have no muscle memory for what that looks like. I don't know what a Russell Wilson offense actually is. Yeah, well, I would ask you that, too, man. Like, you watch it, too. What would you say a Russell Wilson offense is? Because I think people know kind of <laughs> what I feel about it. I, w I would say um, he was one of the best deep ball throwers in the league, okay? We know he can push the ball down the field. We know he can move the pocket, and he's accurate throwing the ball down the field. So I would say boot sprint plays, move the pocket, use his legs. He's smart enough not to take hits out of the pocket, and he's very accurate on the move. The RPO read zone system. Okay, you got to have a running game, which they got with Javante Williams and Gordon. So they got two, two really good running backs that you got to account for them and him as well in the running game, which would open up maybe windows in the short game for the passing game. I don't really see a whole lot of that. I mean, we know that he can drop back and he's good from the pocket, but I will use all his assets. So if I'm an offensive coordinator, which the guys they have calling plays have never called plays. Okay, Nathaniel Hackett has never called plays. Lou, Lou Outen has never, Justin Outen, excuse me, has never called plays. So now you got inexperienced play callers with a player who they're unfamiliar with, who they have no chemistry with, who they're trying to learn, and maybe they're incorporating their system versus sitting back saying, let me go through 300, 400 plays of Russell Wilson. Where is he good at? When you, when you, Spend that much for a player and you want to play on your team as a professional and a perfectionist, I'm going to go through at least 500 of his plays. We can split them up. And I want to see where 
his best plays are. But I, but and I'm going to incorporate that in this system. But didn't people say, like, his offensive line was terrible and that he was operating with lack? Yeah, but Seattle? he also won a Super Bowl that way. How did he win the Super Bowl? I just told you. Like, run game, play action, like, RPO system. Run I game and plays. defense. Run game and defense. I was on the team. It wasn't a lot of RPOs. No, 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 no I get that. But you it said, wasn't a lot of RPOs. But we're not talking about one year. We're talking about his whole system since he's been there. But, you, but Take well, away that one year. And that's when he won the Super Bowl. So I, you mentioned it, not me. Right, but he also is in the talk of a Hall of Famer. So that one year didn't define who he is and who he has been. Take that one Russell, year out of it. Is Russell, has, Russell has been in the Take playoffs. Take the Super Bowl out of it. Is Russell Wilson a Hall of Famer? That's a hard question to answer. Take the winning sure Super Bowl out of it. Is Russell Wilson a Hall of Famer? He's in the question of Hall of Famer. A lot of people say he's a, top, he's a top five. <laughs> he is a top five quarterback in this league. Is he not? I think it's very hard to say that Russell Wilson currently is a top five Thank quarterback. Why? Because of the team he's on? No, because, because of his, his performance. Because of his performance. I think a comprehensive, holistic look at what he is and what See, he's I don't, doing. I don't do that. I look that at body of work. Five. He's been in this league for how many years? So what's his body of work? He's been in this league for how many years? He's been in the league a decade. Hold on. Talk a to decade? me. A decade? Correct. Talk to me. I'm a decade? I'm, talking, I'm challenging. How many years has he been in the playoffs? A decade. How many right. years has he been in the playoffs of his career? Okay. Nine. Nine. Out of ten years. How many times have Russell Wilson, alone with the battle line, whatever you want to call it, made plays, made plays and put this team on his back to win football games. Be honest. I'm about to be honest with it. Let me answer the question because I know you're trying to get to a certain point, okay? Okay. But what I'm also incorporating in my answer, I'm about to answer you. Okay, I just want to answer. Because you brought up the Super Bowl, not me. That's just one year. But you brought it up. But, I didn't bring it up. But we, we also add Super Bowls to all quarterbacks. We do that to everybody. So you can bring up the one year, but I can't. No, no, response. no. What I'm saying is when you talk about a quarterback's resume, uh -huh. you always add a Super Bowl. Like when they say Dan Marino, what's the first thing they say? Didn't win a Super Bowl. Didn't win a Super Bowl. When they talk about Jim Kelly, what's the first thing they say? Didn't win a Super I can Bowl. Go all the way, I could go all the way down the I'm line. So all I'm saying is well, I I'm added disputing. that to his resume. And I'm saying he won the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is what gives them the credibility, right? I don't think so as okay. a player. As a defender, you, I see more, okay. I see more right, than I'll that through Russell. That. I do, too. I was his teammate. I see a lot of that, too. Okay? But what I'm saying is when you add the Super Bowl to the legacy, to enhance the legacy, you have to look at how he got it. And he got it by running the football. We did not do RPOs. I was on the team. Yeah, but... We never but we called... RPO. But we didn't, I didn't say he, they did that in that game. I, you yeah. asked me about what is, what his, is offense. his offense and what can they and do in Denver. Winning a Super Bowl shows the most success you've had, correct? No, that's a, team, that's a team thing, but you add it to your resume. Okay. Perfect example, Peyton Manning. Yes. When he won his second Super Bowl he in Denver. Himself, he humbled himself and what? played within who was that the, system. Hold on. Who was the MVP of that Super Bowl? Von Miller. What did Peyton Manning do in that Super Bowl? Not a lot. Nothing. But you still add it to his resume. Everybody talks about his Super Bowl when he went to Denver. That Super Bowl, that defense was responsible for 21 points. Now, for 21 points. Von Miller scoop and score sack. Another I sack agree. inside the five. I'm not disputing defense none of that. touchdown. I'm not disputing so all none I'm of saying that. is, I'm not saying that he was the reason. I know how they won that Super Bowl. I know how they won it. He didn't mess it up. He played sound football, but it was good special teams, great defense, run game, but he still goes on his resume. Peyton Manning did nothing in that Super Bowl 
against... You're right, and I'm not disputing that. What I'm saying is you're comparing Peyton Manning, who had already won a Super Bowl by himself. He had already did it. It was already proven. No. So hold on, hold on. Listen, let me, you, I just let you talk. You're saying different points, though, Mike. I just let you talk. You're saying different points. And you said different points, too. No. But I'm just letting you talk. I just let you Mike, let's stick so to the point, though. Again. No, no, let no. Let's stick ahead. to the point. If you're going to say what a quarterback did in the Super Bowl or what he didn't do, I gave you a perfect example what Peyton Manning didn't do. That's all I'm saying. But it still goes on his resume. That's all I'm talking about is resume. And what I'm saying is, Willie, I understand every word you're saying in principle you're saying. The problem is you don't understand me. I do what understand I'm you, to say but is... you don't like Russell as a as a top quarterback. I, from a defender, I do because I see the problems he present and that he has done. I'm not going off a of one or two years. I'm going off his entire body of work. Which is fair enough in that perspective. His entire is worth, body of is work. Here, not one, two, or three it. years. I want Michael to be able to finish his point, and then we'll move to the next. No, that's all good. I just I never I, I didn't bring up Super Bowl. Correct. You brought that up. That's why I started saying about the Super Bowl years and stuff. And you talked with his offense. The initial question was with his offense. I didn't was. mention that. I didn't mention the Super Bowl, though, when I, when I said his offense. But I think Mike's context is that was my, We that do was, have that to was, look at That how. was second. I said... It is not the I what. Said, it is not just the what. It is the how. And if we look at the how, we are looking at a very low number of pass attempts. We are looking at a run-heavy offense. We are looking at a legion of boom, dominant defense. We are looking at a team that was, if we are being honest, defined by other factors, not the quarterback play, which is exactly what Mike is saying, and I think you have to bring that into account when okay. you're talking about Russell. Your perspective okay. as a defender is vital and okay. necessary. To this well, point, if you take Russell Wilson off that team, yes. do you win a Super Bowl with Flynn? I'm not certain you don't. Hell no, okay. you don't. Hell no, you don't. That's fair enough. I defer to you. You're much larger than me. Let's move on. I'm just saying, on. do you? <laughs> do you win with Flynn? You say no. I'm asking you, do you? You, you was on a team with Flynn. Do you win with Flynn, a Super Bowl? I believe we could have got one. A one-game wonder. In, he had one-game wonder with Green Bay. He gets this $18, $19 million contract, like a lot of these quarterbacks who have one game, one game, and he gets a huge contract, and then he goes bye-bye. I think there are a lot of people who would make the argument, and I think it would be a valid argument, that with a defense that good and with a running game that good, you could have won that Super Bowl with Trent Dilfer. Until Willie's point, until Willie's point when, when I got the call that we were going to make the quarterback switch, I was for it. I was just saying the better teams in Seattle was defined other than the quarterback. I agree. The other years when they were just winning but not the best. I agree. Yes, they were leaning on Russell. I agree. And, and I he think... had the same offensive line. I agree. And my thing is, they couldn't have been great one year and completely terrible the rest. That's all I'm saying. At some point, the quarterback has to take accountability to what's happening. And we're seeing that it wasn't just everybody else around Russ. Look at early what's going on in Denver. Some of the same issues are still there. That's all I was saying, big dog. Cut no, I, to, I, cut to 2022 Mile High Stadium. Broncos fans are less interested in this debate than they are in the question, can he turn this team around given the current conditions? And if he does, I think we can all agree the Hall of Fame resume looks a lot better if the answer is yes. I believe he can. Year. And I believe it just takes Russell to let that dog go, man. He got it in him. Just he got to go perform. Another 2-1 team that deserves some love, but potentially some doubt as well. Quick answers. Jacksonville Jags are 2-1. Mm. Fact or fishy? Fact. Question mark? <laughs> <laughs>
are you fishing on? I'm so confused. You said this is a team that's playing a brand of football that you kind of like, Mike. Yeah, so man, you think it this resonates. Is fact. I think this is fact, man. I think mm-hmm. they, I think they're gonna, they're gonna okay. make some noise. I like this it. Season. Let's stay in the AFC South and let's see if we can get a real answer from MJ on this one. <laughs> Mike Robb had them as a potential Super Bowl candidate, having I'm a good defense in the oh, league's man. tough rusher and a so-called yeah. upgraded quarterback fed that narrative. Yeah. You're not to be blamed for it. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts. They are yeah. one, one, and one. Fact or fishy? I think it's a fact. They are exactly what they look to be. One, one, one. I feel like it tracks for whatever reason with this team. Because for several seasons now, we've been saying they're a quarterback away. They're this away. The run game is great. The defense is soft. We keep addressing all of these things, and we still result in stuff like one, one, and one through three weeks of the first season. Yeah, I'm going to say fact as well. (sighs) That's hard. Colts. Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz, now Matt Ryan. See, see, the problem is, bro, Mm. they're always a quarterback away. Always. The problem is... Frank Wright's a good f- Sorry. Frank Wright's a good coach. <laughs> right. So they're never going to be in a position to get one of the guys in the draft. Right. So he's always going to have to deal with one of these of the second-class guys or these second-middle-of-the-road guys. Yeah. So they're never going to be where they could be with a young guy develop. We they're saw. too good for their own good. That's I what it is. That's point. exactly yeah, what yeah, it yeah. is, bro. I get it, but we've seen older quarterbacks go to good teams and win Super right. Bowls. Mm-hmm. You right? Yeah. You're right, yeah, I agree. You're right. Happening. So when they had all that, when they had all <laughs> right. that budget space, when they had all that I know, cap they, space I know. two years ago, they should have made the move then to Here's, get let me tell you, guy. Let me tell you why. Let me, let me tell you why. Chris Ballard, this is what Chris Ballard, I talk to him a lot and I learn a lot from him. He doesn't believe in overpaying and overvaluing free agents because of name. He likes guys that fit, guys that you can build on, the guys that fit the culture, he has a lot of criteria. No, I agree with that, because you get and, yourself in trouble. Yeah, you and, and, for those and he, and, like, he, there was a lot of free agents that year. He took, I think, Justin Houston or whoever. And I called him. I'm like, hey, you got these guys out there. Why not? And he told me all the different reasons why. Like, his philosophy as a GM or why he does certain things. I'm going to say this. Factor fishy. One, I'm gonna one, say, and one. I'm going to say it's fishy, <laughs> because if this team can get back to running the football, and this O-line has been not what they were, that they can get back to doing what they're supposed to do. The defense can get back on track. Shaquille Leonard can get back on the field and get them going. They've got good pieces. And we've seen a small, like, snapshot of the Matt Ryan we thought was going to start the season with mm-hmm. at the end of that game. Yes. If he can get motivated and get going, it's like, okay, yes. I still got it. We all right. We are right. We, we're not out of this thing, especially in our division. Hope in Indy, that is the translation. And, of course, Chris Ballard Chris Ballard can get a steal <laughs> if he plays his cards right. He can get Lamar Jackson next year for half a bill. Oh, okay. That ain't happening. Last player, last team, Justin Fields and the Bears. Come on, 51.1 completion percentage last in the league. 23 total completions over three games last in the league. And yet... The Chicago Bears find themselves in a three-way tie for first in the NFC North at two and one. Two and one, MJ. Factor fishy Bears. It's more about the division at this point. That's a fact. It's a fishy, it's a fishy division. <laughs> it's a fishy division. But I think the numbers don't reflect the fact that I'm seeing in this Bears team. Factor fishy. It, it's, I'm going to say fishy only because this team is still building mm-hmm. and they still got to add pieces. They've, they've got some good pieces, but they still got to add more, especially on the offensive side to help that young quarterback. Three Michael, Michael, when Justin Fields was asked... When Justin Fields was asked if he was hesitating on some throws, his response was this, and I quote, not really, which is oh. its own form of hesitation. hesitation. Uh, two and one, Chicago Bears... 
fact or fishy? They're fishy as hell, man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? They had issues offense with an offensive coach. <laughs> they went out there and hired a defensive coach for their young quarterback. Then went on the draft, no little body on offense. I mean, come on, man. Same issues are still there. Can the offensive line can't block nobody. Nope. They fishy as hell up there in, in Chicago. Uh, I think one thing that the show proved, you can take the player out of the game. You can't take the game out of the player. Well yep. done. Thank you for your passion. Boom. I want to thank uh, today's guests, MJ Acosta-Ruiz, Michael Robinson, and Willie McGinnis. Join us tomorrow for your Thursday night preview. Dolphins, Bengals, the latest on Tua and the truth about this game. Who wins it and how? We've got your picks and predictions. Till then, ciao for now. Ciao, Bela. Ciao, ciao. Bela. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.